What's going on? What's happening, beautiful people? You are now listening to the Truth Moment Podcast, the podcast that delivers the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth through in real life conversations. I am Mika Joy, the voice behind the truth, and thank you for pressing play. Now listen, do me a favor. Go ahead and put your favorite beverage in your hand, grab a snack, and even light yourself an incense because we (laughs) are about to get into this truth. It ain't Wednesday Groove, but we back up in this thing. Man, listen. (laughs) What's going on, sir? You say double the pleasure, triple the fun. Come on now. Back up in this thing for another one. Yes, yes. (laughs) Uh, Before we go into further, though, uh, mister, meet my five brothers. Pod brother, meet the mister. Listen to me. I call you the mister. I like that. Because, <laughs> because and, and listen, first and foremost, I want to appreciate you for just being a man of character. I never met you, but I, 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 I'm going to say it like this. I love when I see a brother Supporting his woman. <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate that, man. I, I, cause, cause, I actually had the opportunity, and I know I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, I don't want to take over me, cause so I'm gonna give it back to you in a no, second. You but I had, a, I had the opportunity to hang out with some friends, um, up in the Poconos this weekend for one of my boys. It was his birthday, and his family and all his friends was up there, and he was talking to his aunt who's the matriarch of the family. And just to hear this older black woman say that she wants to see young black women get back to supporting their black men. Mm. Cause I, I tell you the truth. And I know Mika, you and I talk about this on this podcast. We don't understand how essential that is to our existence. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when Mika called and hit me up and asked me, would I? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, they ain't ready. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. So I appreciate you. Um, you know, I thought that this would be a really dope ass conversation. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. And Agreed. and I thought that you know. Because of he and I discussing Slim and I, a Slim and I, Queen and Slim last (laughs) week. And then you and I, you know, talking on Queen and Slim on Wednesday Groove. I just, I felt like the conversation was necessary, you know, because all three of us have different views. I would I would say we had different we had different views in terms of we had different takes on it, but I think from what I heard from what you were saying, 
and definitely from what I heard, what you said that the mister had said, it, it's kind of sort of like when you're saying the same thing, you're just saying it differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even when you talked about, you know, when he walked out and I kind of gave some background on why he walked out. Now, again, that was my opinion. I don't, I'm clearly, I'm glad he's here so he can speak for himself <laughs> on why he walked out, but I, I could understand why he walked out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you breaking that down helped me to understand, okay, that could have been a reason why maybe, you know, he didn't know how to express that. Or sometimes, you know, we, we feel things too, and we don't have a clear understanding at the time of why we feel the way we feel. Well, as men, we're not really allowed to show emotion. So when you're witnessing, you know, something tragic like that. Now, keep in mind, it's entertainment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But in our existence, in Black life and Black culture in this country, I don't know if it's art imitating life or life imitating art, because, you know, shit like that happens for real. Mm. So when we're seeing that, and then we go and turn on CNN, Fox, or whatever, what have you, and we are getting the Sandra Blands and the Trayvon Martins and, you know, the the list goes on and on. And that's really what the premise was uh, about the movie. Like, how does the black male and female navigate American mm-hmm. society? Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So, beautiful people, we are here, all three of us. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> myself the mister and uh, my pod brother y'all know him as a pod father we are here because we wanted to discuss uh queen and slim again and we hope that y'all are sipping with us by the way what what we on tonight mister it's that jammy red roof <laughs> <laughs> but listen Chris, you know, I texted a picture the other day. They didn't switch up the name. Yellowtail. What's going no, on? No, no, no. No, no, no. It's no, no, no. I actually had they didn't switch it up? mistake. No, the, the sweet red rule still exists, but they got the jammy red rule out there, too. I made the same mistake a couple months back. So that's why I chuckled when you said you messed up. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Because I feel bad because I should have kept that bottle, too. But is it good? That's all my question is. It is. Oh, yeah. And it actually, <laughs> it still flows. I would have, I thought, and you know what? I told him the other night, I had just a little bit of what I thought was sweet red root, right? Before I bought the bottle I showed you in, in Target the other night. I mm-hmm. go home and I go to pour the little bit that was left in the bottle and it wasn't sweet red root. It was the jammy root. So it, I thought it was the same thing. So they're very similar. I don't, I don't know what the difference is, but um, I mean it's 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 rocking and rolling now. Well, you know what to do. You tag Yellowtail and you ask them that question on the post because I mean we're giving them free advertising and marketing <laughs> by plugging them. Yeah, I, because the product is good. Now, I know you ain't gonna support something that ain't hitting on nothing. Mm-mm. I'm not gonna do it. Um. And it's it's a little treat, you know, because I I always bring the cheap liquor to the parties because folks be wanting to buy, you know, I got some little snooty ass friends, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> uh, I be like, y'all don't even y'all be overlooking it. That's how I introduced a lot of people to Tito's. 
Mm. A lot of people weren't, weren't rocking with Tito's like that a few years back, and I actually got put on put on to that by Blanchett, but now everybody rocking with the Tito's. I've never had that. You had that back? No, oh, that's key. Is that what no, is it's that? a vodka? A vodka? Yeah, no, I never yeah. had it. It never listen, had. it's one of the smoothest vodkas out there. Me and Blanchett always say that's the only Jackson that's still making hits. <laughs> yeah, I can do that one. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, but what you want? Actually, um, being out there with my homie Tyrone. Actually, you heard of Tyrone. He was on the podcast, in my mind podcast last year around about this time. Uh, Tyrone Higgins. He did the uh, corporate hustle episode with me. So yeah, he's over here in Bloomfield, New Jersey. I'm in Secaucus, so uh, I think I think his birthday is tomorrow. So we was up up top, and his sister, she made some kind of sangria concoction. Mm. I didn't know people put bourbon in sangria. Mm. This, this is a thing. I didn't know that, mm. but I knew whatever I was drinking. I said, "Man, this thing," because she was like, "Man, it's it's not doing it for me." I'm over there. <laughs> Like two sheets. I'm like, what you talking about? <laughs> I'm damn near 200 pounds and I'm on the road. What you talking about? <laughs> this ain't doing nothing. I'm like, woman, you crazy. Mm-hmm. But no, nah, I had some sangria earlier today and, you know, it's probably almost an hour 30 drive from from the Poconos to back back to New Jersey for me. So I, I had to slow down and get on a little bit of that H2O. I know that's right. I got me I some DoorDash on the way. Got my feet kicked up. Uh, I wanted to be in place and position for the 7 o'clock conversation <laughs> with King and Queen Come on the podcast. Say that. Y'all mean? Say that. <laughs> listen, 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 I, listen to Mr. I told my sister when she, because she, she tried to slide it in there and I wasn't going to let her do that. <laughs> I wasn't gonna let her disrespect my guy like that. I said, no, we're gonna get this man his moment. <laughs> I say for somebody to come into your life, mm. get you off the block. <laughs> Have mercy. I gotta get this man his credit, his just do, his moment, because it's so important, like I said, and I wanna I don't wanna put no pressure on y'all per se, but I do wanna put the emphasis back on the importance of Black love and support in our community. There's mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. no other community that is so underserved in the love and support of each other. Mm-hmm. It's so important. So we got to get back to it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So yeah, uh, where should we start? First of all, let me say this. Let me say this really quick because we are recording this episode on the actual 100th episode uh, birthday, anniversary, celebration. And this is a special podcast for me, man. Yeah. It really is. Hell yeah. It's a milestone. I, I I told you this back last year, you know, you have a voice and it's so important that because you do this is what I love about it right you do both sides you talk about the good and you talk about the bad Mm. 
It's a lot of us out here trying to hide these scars, which I understand. Mm -hmm. But for you to have hit a hundred episodes of the truth moment and in support of the upcoming birthday of Wednesday Groove, Mm. I can't wait to see and hear more from what you all are doing. Thank you, son. Absolutely. Thank you. That just hit me like, you know, episode 100 has already dropped. uh, But Mm -hmm. to actually be sitting here recording this on the actual day that the 100th episode is out there in the atmosphere is this is this is my celebration can i ask you something really quickly before we get into topic sure you can what do you feel or how do you feel podcasting over that time period how has podcasting helped you Mm. in your personal life you know what it when i really realized that I was coming up on the 100th episode, you know, I thought to myself, well, damn, because it, it, to me, it came quick. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, I've had my moments as of lately, you know, um, with the new developments, you know, with you being in my life and, you know, things moving a little differently. There have been some moments that I felt like I'm not doing enough or I'm not doing what I once was. I'm not pushing my podcast enough. And, you know, I kept pointing out what I wasn't doing, but I had to stop and say, Mika, but you have done this, this, and that. And mm-hmm. you're here because you you mm-hmm. didn't have to be. You could have gave up on this a long time ago. And so mm-hmm. even in this moment, I'm proud of myself for still continuing to push through. And I've learned that this this is my time. This is my time to be doing this. And mm-hmm. it it's a reason why I'm still doing this and why it's still a passion for me and why I'm why I'm still very committed to podcasting. I just gotta get a little better with my time and but you know, I, I've learned that I can do anything I set my mind to. You know, when I said I wanted to do this, I did it. And I'm still Amen. I'm still doing it. Even though, you know, walking into this thing, I didn't have it all figured out, you know, but I kept learning as I kept publishing new episodes. I kept learning different things along the way, you know, so yeah, I'm excited about the next 100 episodes. I'm excited about the new guests and the new truths and Mm -hmm. um, I might have another somebody in the building with me a little more often. And, you know, so on the slick tip, because I never heard his voice before on the slick, I'm like, yo, he got a radio voice. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I said, man, this thing is coming together beautifully. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. So yeah, that that's what this year has taught me. Um, not only this year, but also you know, just reaching 100 episodes is to keep pushing no matter what. You know, it may be some challenging Correct. moments. You know, I think a lot of people don't understand that podcasting has its moments and it's not as easy as we may make it to sound to be, you know. Correct. Correct. You know, Absolutely. We're still people and we still got real life things going on. So, you know, I got to keep going, keep pushing. I appreciate that because... In this moment, and I apologize. I'm probably gonna get a knock on the door soon because DoorDash is bringing my food up. Oh, it's okay. 
Matter of fact, I'll tell you what you do. You get into breaking down why you want to have the topic and then let me handle this. Okay. All right. So like I said, y'all, I wanted to I wanted to revisit this conversation <clears throat> on Queen and Slim because would you say that this is a pretty heavy it's yeah, a it heavy is. it's a heavy movie. Very much so. Very much so. Yeah, and I think that um people are still talking. I think this is going to yeah, be one okay. of those movies that people will still be talking about next year this time. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think it will go down in history as, as a black class. So you actually have to come in mm-hmm. and see a gate. You know, so um, uh, 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 I just, I felt the, the need because there's so many the with the different down. views and opinions of this movie. I felt like I feel like it's it's one of those like a never ending conversation. Like the more and more you talk about it, the more and more you'll you'll get from it, and the more and more you have discussions with people on it, you'll gain something new or a new insight. So, oh excuse me, that's why I felt the need to um to talk about it again. And then with you and Chris, come on man, I just felt like it was necessary. I can these podcasts the streets. You know, so and I brought this up already, but I'm gonna bring it up again. I think when we discussed this last week, I was just thrown off by because we recorded in the car, y'all, and that was different for me. So I think I was kind of thrown off. So even if you listen and you say, Well, Mika don't really sound like Mika. I didn't. I didn't really think about it till after I went back and re-listened to the episode. So I think I was just kind of thrown off by recording in the car. Um, and listening back, I don't feel like I was as vocal mm-hmm. as on Wednesday Groove at Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, because see, when we recorded, I was in my comfort. I was sitting to my desk. I was in in my comfort zone. Right, right. Um, and so I think that's why I kind of got knocked off. But I wanted us to um, speak on Queen and Slim being a love story. Because in your opinion, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) in your opinion, Mm -hmm. you didn't feel like it was a love story. Mm -hmm. So do you mind unpacking that? Just in case we got some, some listeners who didn't even hear our episode to even hear your thoughts mm-hmm. and views. Okay. Like I say, again, it was a movie. Um, from the time frame they gave, it was a six-day journey is what I'm going to call that. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't know each other. They were only together for a, you know, a short time frame. So, to be in love with somebody, you, you have to there has to be something there. Like they, I, I could see it being a a deep care, regard for one another mm-hmm. after time being, you know, spending time. But again, that was a forced situation, mm. right? Um, I think, and and again, in in that situation, you have nobody else that you can confide in, mm-hmm. put your trust in talk to ride with all of that yeah so and in essence you have to 
put your, your yourself in a position that, to think mentally that, and really you in survival mode. Mm-hmm. And being in survival mode, you know, outsider can't come in. There is no trust. So, like I say, that's all you have at that time. Yeah. Right. So you have to buy into each other. But I still I, I can't see a love story. Mm. I don't see that. You don't see it. I don't see it. So if if it, if the dynamic was different, if they had been a couple for some months, years, what have you, mm-hmm. and something that situation occurred with the cop shooting, mm-hmm. and they together, I see love story. No, you good, So, so do you think? Um, so, do you think it's possible for two to fall in love within six days? Like I said on the first one, I I won't say that it's not possible. Mm-hmm. I won't say that it's not possible, but for given the circumstances, you have this one individual. Who had a day, a bad day, mm-hmm. and somebody reached out to you three weeks prior to that, and you said no. Mm-hmm. We don't know how many times you said no. And for that question to come out, what changed? What made you want to mm-hmm. come out today? And your response is, I just needed to get out. I had a bad day. My clients, yada, yada, yada. You got this bad aura on you. You need to get out to try to to clear your chest, to free your mind, yeah. whatever. Well, your day just got worse when you got into this incident with the cop. Mm-hmm. What else can go bad? You know, so I, I, that wasn't love. That, not not initially, no. No, 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 no. That wasn't love. And even, again, it, it, <laughs> so... I, I just I just don't see it. You don't see it. I don't see okay. it. Like I feel like, okay, yeah, you know, we, we saw we witnessed that she really wasn't feeling him, digging him, you know, off real. But I do believe that because of the situation that they were in, they were forced to look at one another differently. Yeah. So and begin to get to know one another. And so I felt like even though she wasn't feeling him off off jump, once she got to know him a little bit and was around him, she started to look at him differently. Which that happens. I mean, if we had conversations with with married couples, right, and and we get their story. For an example, I knew a young lady who uh, was married, and she told me she wasn't into her husband like that at first. Because it was like little things about him that she was nitpicking and, oh, I don't like this. And this. But once she really decided to give herself to that relationship and getting to know him, she started looking at him differently. And they still married to this day. But that was in relationship. Yeah. That, that, was, that was over a period of time. Mm-hmm. Right? You're talking about if she had to choose in six days. I see what you're saying. I see, <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're so, saying. Even, but... three, even three. If they had a game show, 
right? Mm-hmm. You got a game show, say yeah and nay, the three day yeah and nay. <laughs> That's the name of the show. That's the name of the show. <laughs> the three day yeah and nay. Come on. Right? <laughs> so you're going to hang with this person for three days. Mm-hmm. Day one, you're going to do X, Y, and Z. Day mm-hmm. two, you're going to do yada, yada, yada. Day three, it's going to be this. But you got to make your decision on day three. Right? Mm-hmm. And you can put, and even they had a show, uh, what is it, Lost or something like that, when they put the people out on the island. I never watched it, but I know what you're talking about. And you got to survive for like, I want to say like months on end or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right? When people start to hate each other, but they start to gain a relationship as far as, you know, I have to depend on you for this. Mm-hmm. I have to depend on you for this. Your strengths are this. This is my weakness. This is your strength. This is your weakness, mm-hmm. right? So they got to come together in order to survive. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So this, this, the scenario is the same here. The only difference is it's a life or death type deal, mm-hmm. right? So I don't think, me personally, okay. if it's something, if it's somebody that you really, really like, have no how can I say it uh, feel for mm-hmm. I don't think you can fall in love I think you can just build that 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 understanding of I have to depend on you right I have to do X, Y, and Z and yeah certain things can lead to certain things mm-hmm. they had the sex they did all this you know I it's, it's, it's plenty of women and men that go out there and have sex with folks and be like, I was I felt this way, I needed some, but that was just what that was. Right. You know what I mean? But I mean, I mean, I, I shared on Wednesday Groove why I felt like it, why I viewed it as a love story because I do believe that it is possible to fall in love with someone in six days and I feel like sometimes people's situation I feel like people someone could come in and meet you where you are right and I feel like he met her in a dark space you know um but Chris what is your take I mean on the whole love story yeah because I mean it it is it is introduced to us as a as a love story yeah, I, again, I and I apologize for not being able to to hear everything that was discussed um, prior to my DoorDash deal. <laughs> but um, I, I'll definitely say I can understand where the mist is coming from on how and why he feels and thinks and believes it's not a mm-hmm. love story. Because that's how men think about love. We think about the development. Um, it's often said, and I know Mika, you've heard me say this before, a woman's life is love, a man's love mm. is life. Yeah. So when we're looking at life, our, the way we look at life is already going to be different. Because when you look at how a woman thinks about life, she thinks about life through the eyes of love. She wants to give love. She wants to be loved. She wants to produce children so she can love them. She wants a man so she can love him. And she also wants love in return. Mm-hmm. With men, Love isn't necessarily a primary emotion. It's usually a secondary emotion because what we want to do is we want to go out here and experience life. This is why you look at 
her in a dark place because she was in that dark place because the the primary people who were supposed to love her kind of put her in a situation yeah. with the situation between the uncle right. and the mom. Mm-hmm. So he is all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed because he has a true love and appreciation for life. Therefore, why he say when they got jammed up, he's like, yo, I got to call my people because he could see the very life that he loved yeah. being yeah. in jeopardy. So we are already looking at people uh, who are on two polar opposite sides of the spectrum in terms of life experience and stuff like that. Also, she's an accomplished person. By rights of the movie, he is not. He's kind of just like a happy-go-lucky, even almost as an immature man, right? Because he had a box full of sneakers and stuff, and he ain't really have nothing going on in terms of how he Mm. presented himself at at the dip diner, right. he he hair wasn't cut, he wasn't dressed well. So even his presentation, he wasn't ready to be in a real thing with this young lady. He, you know, door dash, he was looking for some door smash, I guess. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> but here 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 is the development of where it became a love story. Yes, Mika, you're right. They marketed it as a love story. And to me, it kind of almost was like a a Romeo and Juliet type of thing mm-hmm. because it ended up being tragic. Right. When we are presented anything in this country, anything black, I'm going to say, it always has to be draped in tragedy. Mm. Even this love story, because that's what it developed into because she understood that she didn't need a man in a certain way to be the man that she needed. She thought she wanted that kind of guy. Because she even said, yeah, when I ran across your your, your profile on Tinder, you had sad eyes. Mm-hmm. And then when he was, and then he was like, well, because he already knew in his head he wasn't on her level at that point. It was almost an, an admission to, to saying, well, what took you so long? I've been hitting you up, blah, blah, blah. You ain't even holler back until this. And then she Gave him a quick jab, right? And was like, I felt sorry for you. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you and I talked, Mika, when I said to you, well, who really felt sorry for who? Mm-hmm. Because by life standards, he had a good life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She she really didn't. She talking about I go and get food and I go home and sit in the dark. In the dark yeah, and she liked whatever. being alone. So I think over the period of that time of them being put in this situation and it's almost like war too right like this is why when you're on a team a sports team or when you're in the military these people become your brothers and sisters in arms because y'all faced with the same Mm. situation Mm. together so like the mister was saying them being in that situation uh and needing to depend on each other put them in a situation where they had to lower their guard both of them had to lower their guard he had to listen to her because she had all the strategy and she had to listen to him because he had all the game, honestly. Like, nobody was going to deal with her mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, They just weren't. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of came together in that moment that they let us see them connect physically to say, I laid down my guard. I see you. You see me. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, to me, how it developed into a love story. Mm-hmm. Long answer. No, I'm sorry. no. Nah, but it, it was, I like it was, how you unpack that. Though. Right, right. Yeah, good. yeah. So I mean, with the whole love story, I think you know, we all view it different. I'm, I'm pretty sure there are some folks who 
you know, feel like, yeah, this was a love story. They walked out with that message and some, you know, feel like you, no, nah, that wasn't no love story, you know? So. But on, on the flip end, right? Mm-hmm. So however I see it and the way he just explained it, at the end, it still comes out the same because. Correct. No, they didn't. I still see it as it wasn't a love story. Okay. But I I will say for those who, for the audience that sees it, that sees it as a love story, it gives a, it's, it's, it's like a, a, uh, a way of looking at things like in your time of adversity with your partner, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. pull together mm-hmm. and it make you want to fight strong mm-hmm. and work for more. And no matter what, you work together mm-hmm. and you come out on top on the end. Either way, because correct, you look at it, right? And I was just thinking about it as you was talking. Um, when she died and he picks her up and starts walking, Mm-hmm. He gets hit, right? Yeah. And you can see them mm-hmm. together. The uncle, on the other hand, it was just those two. The feminine and the and the masculine together, right? Mm-hmm. The uncle was off balance. He had, it was him and it was four of the mm-hmm. feminine mm-hmm. people with him. Mm-hmm. He was off balance and he was hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even to the point where the lady was saying, we need to praise exactly. him. Mm-hmm. So you already knew whatever hole he had in himself, because even the niece gave some perspective on that. She was like, when he went to war, he he, he wasn't the mm-hmm. same. Yeah. yeah. When he came back, and what we do, and the mister, you, you correct me if I'm wrong, but as black men, what we do, we try to satisfy our urges and our needs in a quantitative that's, way. That's true. Mm-hmm. We don't go get one thing and take care of that one thing. We want to you. You don't go get a pair of Jordans. You buy a whole bunch of yep. Jordans. You're right. Self admission guilt on my part. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, we can't have you know some nice clothes. We got to have oh, all the nice them. clothes. We can't. So whatever we do, we kind of try to do it in a quantitative way. Mm-hmm. And what I like the way you were saying what you're saying because the uncle was trying to satisfy his demons through quantitation in terms of not only just having all these women, but having control. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Having them in a very dependent state where he was master and domain, uh, master of the domain versus where slim was coming in. And honestly, like I said, he was the lesser in terms of a career and access through money and financial gain and ability and stuff like that. Like, he couldn't really do nothing with her on that level. Nah. But isn't that which is why which is why the uncle called him, you know, a bitch, Because yeah. he didn't respect him. He was yeah. like <laughs> you yeah, like I, I I see who's in charge here. Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And then when they had that man to man, because that was his moment to really kind of let his uncle know what he was about. The uncle was like, man, the dog ain't in you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. What you was going to say, something? I lost my train of thought. You did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you good. It'll come back. You good. So, 
one point that you brought up, <clears throat> and I wanted you to, to dig in this a little deeper. Mm-hmm. When we had our one-on-one conversation together about that sex scene, I wanted you to go a little, a little deeper. As far as... Because you know what? I think I, I did mention it on Wednesday Groove. But I couldn't repeat. You know, that's not one of my strong areas, repeating right. exactly what's, what I heard. So <laughs> I wanted you to unpack that because you brought up a good point about how in the midst of them being together, you know, we witnessed what happened to the young boy and how you mentioned um, mm-hmm. a lot of times we're distracted mm-hmm. by sex. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yeah. This, this was the conversation we had one-on-one. Well, it was more of, I think, okay. So up until that point of the protest, right, I, uh, I, the movie was okay. It was all right. Mm-hmm. But I, and, and what bothered me was, you know, you know the saying, it takes a village to raise a child. So mm-hmm. when the, when the young man goes up to the officer in his rage, the officer is like, look, I don't want to see anything happen to you. Just go home, leave. And it was correct instruction, right? Correct. And Absolutely. At the same time, I mean, well, even before then, when he talks to Queen and Slim, the little boy, he goes in and his, you can tell something was already going on with yeah. him. And for him to have a father and the father not being able to, uh, capture him mm-hmm. right he goes out and he talks to these two and they had more influence on him than the father did mm-hmm. and, and and I'll get to why I'm saying that so he goes he talks and at the same time they're having you know they're, they're having sex and they're bonding with one another so whatever she got mm-hmm. going on, she got going on mentally, spiritually, what have you. Whatever he mm-hmm. has going on, it's the same, you know, it's vice versa. And they passing this. Now, we looking at this thing like it's just a sex scene. Well, when you having sex, you're giving off what you have to this other person. Mm-hmm. Again, and vice versa. So being that they just were in an incident where they shot and killed somebody right not knowing the adverse effect of what this conversation with this young man he's now talking to his adversary Mm. you're not seeing it as another black man you see him blue Mm -hmm. right correct the police officer so the young man goes with his whatever he got going on. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, they're giving birth to whatever that may be. He goes and commits the same act that they did, but not knowing the full story as well. I can't really say that because everybody saw the video, but uh, carrying out. You know, just the same act of killing a cop. Mm-hmm. Correct. Right? And and the scene was unnecessary. Now, that was the first part of the movie. Now, I'm getting off. Oh, I'm flipping right now. 
That was. <laughs> that was that's how we do. I was about to say, "Come on, bring it." Now that's what we do. Now, that was the first that's the, storyteller. That's the that's the that's the Jammy Red Rue. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but that was the first part of the movie that just made me like, I hate this movie now, because I, I've never seen a, a a child, a black child, do that to a like an elder. But a, like, but like you said. He just viewed him as blue, and what's the what's the writer's name? Um, Lena Waite. She said in that that clip that I sent you. Yeah. She said that she wrote this from a place of frustration, of hurt, of seeing the same type of stories that we all saw. The Sandra Bland, you know, all of these, mm-hmm. all of these things that were happening, and so maybe. Maybe she was trying to push out a different message. And that's fine. But let, let me finish this and I'll get to that. Yes, sir. Yes, All right. sir. So <laughs> this 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 takes place, but I felt like they was giving birth to something more. So they were. You know, and I know I, I know I I, I want to think I'm on the same page with you. Uh-huh. Cause it's cause the scene because this is what folks gotta understand about movies and entertainment, quote unquote. It's the story, but it's always the story behind the story that's going on too. Uh-huh. Mm. The the lead in. So I agree with you because to me, in that in that moment, yes, them coming together, what I believe that they were birthing, or what the story was trying to say that they were birthing, was the revolution. Because mm. mm-hmm. that's the scene that's going on exactly. in the in the juxtaposition while they off in the bushes doing the nasty. I, I agree <laughs> with you. I agree and then you got you. the young brother going out here because mm. you even have to see how they because the lead in with them finding the spot and then getting to it and all that and then how he came from the back of the crowd to the front of the crowd here's where I take up issue they didn't have him get into one of those many white officer faces because there was plenty of white officers mm-hmm. on that front line uh-huh. he gets into the into the, the altercation with the black officer. Now, what I could read into that, and clearly it's, it's, it's my read, it's not the read, but mine, that's him arguing with his dad, arguing with authority. Oh, man. Okay. Because he and his dad wasn't rocking, right? Because his dad tells them, I don't agree with what y'all did. Exactly. I don't like that's it. And then good. the son was like, yo, y'all are heroes in my book. And then when he is out there, he is not only taking out his frustrations with what has happened to young blacks, he's also taking out his frustrations with what he sees as the roadblock, which is the authority figure in his life. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. kind of have this like Greek tragedy where the son gets to the same level with his father and then now he, I mean, because we've seen that as movies and movies and movies, right? Star Wars. Luke Skywalker find out Darth Vader's his father. Who does he kill? He kills Darth Vader. So that's kind of sort of that same concept of where he is now tripping, basically. Mm-hmm. So I'm agreeing with you when you say he was tripping because it was sound vice, advice and judgment that the officer gave him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He was like, I don't want to see anything happen to you. Mm-hmm. And then he shoots this guy in the face. I was like, that move, that part made me be like, come on now. Yeah, mm-hmm. he couldn't have popped one of the white cops. <laughs> See, and that's and that's where, and I'm like, I'm not even being on like the racial tilt, but that's the first thing that came to me because I'm like, 
Oh, I'm you, on the race I, tip with that. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> I never see like the I never see a black cop come up to a a a, a black dude. Not and I'm not saying it don't happen. I haven't Correct. seen it. Mm-hmm. I haven't experienced it. Correct. To say, hey, you know, yada 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 yada, you know, lay it down, I'm a kid. I haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. Correct. On the, the flip side, you see it all the time because somebody's scared, they frustrated, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or what have you. And I'm sure they 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 carry out their uh approaches to other white males in probably the same manner. They're a little bit more lenient, you know. Of course. But, um that man, that thing bothered me so bad, like it, it was crazy. But that that makes that makes a whole lot of sense because you could see the rage, you could see it, you could yeah. feel it, you know. So for him to view that cop as maybe issues that he was dealing with, that that makes sense with his dad. Like that makes that makes sense because I mean, he probably didn't he didn't see anything but that his dad, yeah. And he probably yeah. had him at the garage all the time working. Yeah. Treat treating him like he treating him. Like yeah. Junior, come, come, you know, basically a do boy, not necessarily a son. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is it, which is historically how black fathers treat their sons. Yeah. And he is at an age where he probably wanna be respected or, you know, not really maybe I shouldn't say respected, but No, absolutely run with it because here's where young black men and this is why I always applaud, you know, the relationship that you have with Marquise. Mm-hmm. Because black men, young and old, need to be seen. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I was talking with some older women one day, it's the over-sexualization of the black men. Not necessarily in sex, but in the sense that over-sexualized, meaning that this person can only make a means through the acts of his body. Mm. Mm. Ooh. Right? <laughs> you go back some years ago, all the best R&B singers wasn't sexy. Come no. on now. Luther <laughs> wasn't sexy. The only one probably who had it going on back then might have been Smokey because of the little <laughs> light-skinned brown eye thing, whatever. <laughs> but other than that, the brothers was, you know, some of them was good looking. I'm not hate, but Barry White, he come on now. Come on. Come on now. But... <laughs> <laughs> when these brothers start pelting out these notes, yes, it take on something different. So what I'm saying is, in that moment, the young brother, you know, he's in a southern city mm-hmm. where they ain't got nothing going on, and his dad treating him like a do boy. Not necessarily, not because I had the same situation with my folks. It's like you're more so like I don't remember getting hugs. I don't remember getting uh, saying that okay, we love you. This is what we, you know, it was like we 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 provide for you. Mm-hmm. You got food and clothes and shelter, which are necessary and essential. But guess what? Telling me that I mean something to somebody, or I'm, I'm, I, and and special meaning I'm different. Not that I'm better, but because I have right. a place in this world, and they, and you have a home here, you got people that love you, and we send these men out into the world. But guess what? Developmentally wise, they still boys. Mm. Yeah, they still boys, and that that's what they were doing in that scene. A boy was making a grown man decision. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. I really feel like after I watched, I think it was Entertainment Weekly the other day, it was uh, 
the writer, the producer, and Queen and Slim. I don't know their real names. Yeah. And listening to their conversation, it I, I viewed the writer a little differently. And I, I understood where she was coming from about the different places that she was in when she wrote Queen and Slim. Mm-hmm. You know, some people say in the movie it's trash, it's garbage. You know, it really ain't about nothing. But as you stated, when these writers are writing, they're bringing us into their worlds, right? Mm-hmm. So everything that she was going through and dealing with, she said she was um, being rebellious uh, because of things that she was dealing with in the industry. She was dealing with a whole, a whole lot of different things and emotions. And they all kind of came out through this movie. So I think that there are some of us who won't really get everything or everything that she would like for us to receive from the movie because she's brought us in, but we're not, we don't really know exactly where she was. So, so like, and I get that. And I want to say it's fine, but it's not as dangerous. Very. So you can take, you, you, we've all seen Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we can understand Friday easy. It's very simple, right? Right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you take, when you're doing something, you can write a song off emotion. Mm-hmm. And it's like a three to four minute time frame. Mm-hmm. You get it. Right? Because you express your emotions through verbiage. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. you put verbiage on a sheet of paper and bring it to life as a visual and you attempt to bring it to life. She did bring it to life. When you attempt to bring it to life. Okay. And what I'm saying is, for me, it was life and death. More death than life. And not just in the physical form, on the spiritual form, on the mental form. Because on the mental, yeah. See, you can't I, I can I can get upset mm-hmm. and express myself to you. Mm-hmm. You may take it one way. You could take it a totally uh, in a good way or a bad way. Mm-hmm. But if if I'm upset, I can't really get my message clear to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So if I, I see got, where you're going, yeah. I see where you're so going. if I got somebody out here who's sitting down, watching this and taking this in. That's dangerous. Because can you, I jump in on that one? Yeah, go ahead. Because when you and I ride with you, because this is what I said when I saw the movie after the everything, right? Because I play it back in my head and I'm like, yo, that's very dangerous. That's uh, a very dangerous message to tell a very young, impressionable black person, which the young fellow played that role in this movie. Yep. Because when they were doing that thing, right? Because Queen and Slim were victims of circumstance and situation. Mm-hmm. But then when they only, like to your point, when people just seeing the clip, people wasn't in the car with them when they got pulled over. People didn't, didn't know who that white cop was or who what his history was. Mm-hmm. But folks watching that were able to interpret what they wanted mm-hmm. and project their emotions onto Queen and Slim because the boy, they was running for their life. And the boy looking at them like that's Wonder Woman and, and, and Batman. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, he was. Exactly. But to your point about the emotion, see what you what if here's what I'ma say on that. 
if if you were so frustrated with the industry, why don't you have the black boy kill a white cop? Exactly. Because that's who the industry is, white men. Yeah. They talk about me too, but only two black men in jail for me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> black men ain't the industry. I tell anybody white, will you ever come out your mouth and say anything negative about what black people are doing in society, I would tell you this. We have never been in charge. So if the shit is fucked up, it's y'all fault. Mm. Not ours. <laughs> Come on. We not in control. And the other, so if you, Go the, ahead. The jump on, the jump in, right? Mm-hmm. Some people might hear it and say, well, they got this thing against white people. Mm. We, we should, but go ahead. Right. <laughs> but it's not... It's not the way I see it. It's not those, not even the ones who who write your paycheck. Correct. Uh-huh. Right. Not even you know the people that they look at it, just the common guy and say, okay, yeah, you have an issue with whites, black, whatever. That's not the issue. The issue is the people who really have the power mm-hmm. and, and run the globe and, and do all that other mm-hmm. stuff that mm-hmm. you have no, you don't, you can't even see them. Mm. Smell the cologne they wear, uh-huh. right? <laughs> so it is not about the common. Can I get your reason? Yeah, go ahead. It's not about the common. <laughs> I love y'all, man. Crazy. <laughs> Fill him up. It, it's not the common, but agree. It 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 is is it is it's it's man. It, it bothers me to no end, and then to jump off of that. The, the 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 little boy that gets hit by the truck and the daddy. Oh, in the mm-hmm. beginning. Dude. That they took to the hospital? Yeah. <laughs> that disturbed me. Because it did. I, like, first of all, the dude is disrespecting the man's, the little boy mama. Yeah, yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. For some jokes. For, yeah. And that's all you heard in the audience. Everybody was laughing. And it was funny. Yeah. That's funny. But if that was your child's father saying that about you, mm-hmm. it's not funny. Mm-hmm. At all. But to me, that's like that that happens. You, those type of conversations between a son and father can happen in the black community. Just like that. So I think they they, they do. So for her to point that out or put that, add that in there, to me, that's just, I mean, that's just where we're at right now. And Black, that's that's where we at. So you mean to tell me. And I'm, she I'm might not have to... included that for it to be a laughable moment. But that's that's the truth of where we are right now. I, I don't, I, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it. I ain't really seen it either in, in, in growing up. But I mean, I know that that exists. It, it exists and definitely in, you know, small southern cities at that level. It, 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 it exists because we see where you have the mom tearing down the dad in front mm-hmm. of the kids. And Not then you, you, have the, you have some of the dads, some of the fathers may not speak well of the mother in front of the children. Here's what I'ma say, but it's time for us to stop airing our dirty laundry for a goddamn joke. See, we are we are the butt of the joke when folks go and watch this. 
bro. That, and that's what I'm getting at because that's how the world sees us. But I'm saying Fact. though, I don't, I don't think that that's why that scene. Me personally, I don't think that that's why that scene was added to that to the movie. I think that that just showed us where we are. But no. I'm glad you said that. Well, come on. What you got? Because <laughs> the only, and, and, and y'all going to feel me on this. We are. Y'all going to feel me on this. <laughs> so, remember when he called, when he talked to his father over the phone. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. You know what? Can we take a quick commercial break and come back with that? That's fine. That's fine? Yeah. Pop, Pop, brother, you got a little extra time? I'm here. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial, and then we're going to come on back and see you was really finna dig into yeah, that. Now, be. hold on to it now. Don't, don't, don't. don't. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick commercial. All right, so we're back. We're back now. We're gonna pick right up on because I, I don't I don't I don't want you to forget what you was about to unpack. Because you said we're gonna feel you. You're gonna feel me on this one. So we we look at the movie. Remember the part where he calls us he sneak off into the, the room and calls his father, call back mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. His father was sitting in a chair surrounded by police. Mm-hmm. Right? What was the mother? She was sitting across from him, wasn't she? No. I didn't, I didn't see her. I he didn't wasn't see there. her. He was, the father was sitting in a chair surrounded by white police officers. Wait a minute. It was, his mama was there. No, she wasn't. She wasn't there. She wasn't there. The little boy, when he got hit, was with the father. What was the mother? Come on, where where where, where you Hold going, on, sir? <laughs> 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 right? Okay. The uncle. Mm-hmm. He was by himself, and he had more than one woman around. Women around him. Mm-hmm. Okay. The only couple that we, when they went to the bar, the lady that gave them the drinks, mm-hmm. it was just a female. Right. There was no female male interaction with them while they were there. Right? Right. When they go for help at the house with the white couple, mm-hmm. it was a man and there was a woman. This is true. <laughs> okay. Y'all, you don't see it? I see it. You don't see it. There was no black male female unity throughout the movie, except for the example of the two white co- the white couple. Uh, I see what you're saying. Uh, Every interaction, it was one parent or one one dynamic of black I, okay. society. I get it. All right, Mister. Now, if you want to emphasize <laughs> on stress and love, then you, okay. you, that's how you do it. But you don't show. You show. They show the dynamic with the white family. Mm-hmm. And how they had each other's back. Yeah. Exactly. Even right. even though she didn't agree with, she didn't agree with it, yeah. they still stuck together. Mm-hmm. Even when the cop questioned her. Yep. Correct. She still, you know what yep. I'm saying? That's a good point. Now, check you out now. 
when they cross <laughs> when they cross that path, it all went down here from that point on. After the white couple. After the white couple. So do you, do you feel like if it was a black couple, things might have been a little different? I can't say that. But what I'm saying is, what they could have done in the movie, what I, what I would have liked to see mm-hmm. would have been, see, I feel like if you show all of this, right? And this is why I say the danger comes in. You show all of this. Show correction. Mm. Show show a, way. a better way. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I I, it, I, I already see where you're going. <laughs> yeah. So like, if, yep. if you have, if you have, like, let's say, you know how when you were in school and you see a a, a person and they dress a certain way and they they trying to you know mm. to do it but they're not quite doing it right. Come on. Everybody <laughs> they pick out. <laughs> you know they pick out. Yeah. Right. Instead of going to that person and say, hey, man, you know, instead of picking mm-hmm. at him, it's fine. You can pick at him. <laughs> but when you're done. But but give him a hand. Yeah. Make that mm-hmm. correction. Because when you mm-hmm. do that, you break them down. Mentally. Like you break their spirit. Mm-hmm. You take away from them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Go and say, like, hey, man, <laughs> you looking real busted right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I see you trying to do it. You trying to get there. <laughs> you almost there. Yeah, you almost, you know. <laughs> Do this. Mm-hmm. You in the game. Mm. Right? As a writer, I think you should be able to do this, do everything you did, and go back in the end and say, okay, here's how we correct this. This is what we do to maybe, make the change. Maybe she's working on a part two. It ain't no part two. You don't know that? Yeah, I'm about to say. Because maybe, no, maybe, maybe that. Because just like Chris with us as podcasters, right? There have been several episodes I know that we can sit back and say, you know what? I probably should have said this, or why didn't I say that? Or I mean, that that's why we having this today. Yeah, absolutely. Because y'all podcasted about it, then we podcasted about it, then you say, let's do a collective. Yeah, right? I agree with you. So, so you know, I feel like maybe there were some things throughout this movie that she sat back and said. Okay, I wish I, I would have did this a little bit better. Oh, maybe I should have uh, told this message. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Through this yeah. scene. So yeah. I'm pretty sure. And see, that that's one thing that I feel like as a creative, you know, I ain't no writer, but I'm a creative. And I'm one who can take a vision and bring it to life, right? Hey, what you mm-hmm. looking like that for? Wait, 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 let me, let me, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm gonna let you, but you just said you're not a writer. I'm not a writer, but I'm saying as a creator. But, you, but creators, you putting a ceiling over your head. Don't do that. You don't know what you're capable of doing. Yes, sir. Message. You. Right. You <laughs> <you're> right. <laughs> but I was. I'm. I'm just saying. Just right now. For right now. Yeah, you haven't tapped into I'm, it. I, yeah, I'm okay. not a writer. Okay. You, thank I you, haven't thank, tapped into the writing. Thank you for pointing yet. that out. Okay. I like how you how you did that. Okay. Now. But I haven't tapped into the writing. High five. Right I like on. how you I like how you did that. You you but you see what he was doing right there in that moment, Mika, in terms of an example. He was providing correction correct. and not judgment. Right. You know, my grandfather used to say that to me all the time. And I I've shared that with you. He would say correction ain't punishment. Mm-hmm. See, we are in a 
right now in black life and culture, we can't correct each other without getting sensitive. This is true. Without, so we we at each other ass and throat now because you know I all I see are the memes. You know, I oh here it is. I this meme and this is exactly this is absolutely everything to do with Queen and Slim. You know the little speech she gave at the end. Oh, I want a man to love my scars but not fix them. Just blah 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 blah. I, okay, cool. I see so many women reposting that. Like this is this is life. This is what I'm looking for. I always ask the question, but what are you giving? Exactly. What are you bringing to the table? Mm. Yeah. Life is about the quid pro quo. It, yeah. You have to give to get. I, you hear me say that all the time. You want love, you got to give love. Yeah. You want a friend, you got to be a friend. Yeah. That's just how this thing works. So when I see this time and time and time again, black women are already putting themselves behind the eight ball when they are looking to receive without giving. Nowhere, shape, or form in life does that work. Well, I can go with an expectation, but not looking to give anything. That's hocus pocus. That's witchcraft. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Say that. Right? Say that. <laughs> Nowhere does that happen. You go to the bank, well, I want a loan. Okay, do you have an account? No. They about to call security. <laughs> <laughs> they about to call security. So I, I agree with the synopsis of showing this is why the Cosby show was so important mm -hmm. because in in family matters mm -hmm. and the Fresh Prince in terms of the, uh, the relationship between Aunt Viv and Uncle Phil. Right. Cause we saw positive affluent black male, female relationships with respect to one another. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even in Martin and Gina. They weren't married, but we saw the development of that relationship over a course of time for entertainment purposes only. Right. Yes. But that we but we saw that, you see? So in when I'm watching Queen and Slim, and I get it. I get it. This like I said, a woman's life is love. These black women who are single want love. I understand it, but what I'm also saying to them, if you want love, you got to give love. And then if you pick the wrong guy, don't tear down all men. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Own your choice and say, you know what? I chose unwisely. Let me sit my ass down and do what the Bible said do and let this man find me. Yeah. <laughs> it say he that find it, not she. Y'all know every damn verse but that one. Yeah. 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 And then when the guy come along because he ain't packaged the way that you need him to be packaged to make you feel good about yourself because you want to do it for the gram. Mm. <laughs> Say that you want to do it for the gram. You can't wait to. Oh, we got the matching woo thing woo with Come my on. king and dot dot dot. And I'm like, is that your king or y'all king? Mm. Mm -hmm. Y'all share that man. Come on, be honest. Mm -hmm. You pick the man that God sent for you. Yeah, and invest with him and work with him. Look at how your thing matriculated. You were open and available. You wasn't out there looking. I sure wasn't. <laughs> and I can and I encourage you to do what you were doing. Mm. This is what I'm saying. When we are in these positions of vulnerability, I love what you just said. Yeah, you might crack your joke, but go and support them too. Pull them, pull them to the side. Hey, man, I don't know what kind of Jordans them is. You need to take them back. <laughs> spend spend twenty five more dollars to get the real ones, man. 
don't do it like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, them Al Gordon. Y'all don't, <laughs> Y'all don't let me cut up too bad. Don't let me cut up too bad, man. Come on now. I don't mean to get off topic. I'm done. Nah, I'm you're done. Fine, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, so let me ask y'all, is there anything else that y'all feel like we need to touch on on this episode? Anything else that we want to unpack that maybe we didn't unpack? And... I'm going to just give a, a brief rundown and synopsis, and then I'm going to pass the torch to y'all. Here's what I really want to unpack about Queen and Slim as a whole. We have to start looking for the answers within ourselves Mm. these movies and these celebrities and these athletes are not our champions come on they are not our champions Mm -hmm. i looked at queen and slim the same way i look at colin kaepernick at the end of the day he went back to the nfl looking for a job now Mm. i don't i don't go listen if they don't want me there i don't go Mm -hmm. so with this movie with queen and slim I went in there looking to be entertained, and I agree with the mister on this. It really wasn't that good of a movie. It was all right. Mm. It was all right. It wasn't that good of a movie, and I'm not tearing it down for any specific reason other than judging a movie based on entertainment. I wasn't really entertained. I really wasn't, because there was parts to me that just didn't make sense. To me, the black dad getting run over by the diet, I'm like, okay, Maybe we do need some comic relief. I don't know. (laughs) But I'm also in agreement saying, okay, if we're going to talk about the societal structure and the place where the black man and the black woman need to be, let's talk about that. Let's not talk about this. This is a trope because that's what it was. She was an angry black woman, which is a trope and uh, no good, do nothing brother, which is a trope. Mm. Let's get away from that. I agree. I'm done. I agree. <laughs> what about you, Ben? I don't know. <laughs> I, I think you said a mouthful. I mean, <laughs> it was to the point and, and, and very valid. No. Well, I want to say this, and, and this hit my spirit. So, because as a black woman, I would not know what it feels like to be a black man and to be stopped by the police. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, as I was listening to that interview, not interview, but that type of roundtable discussion that they did, um, Entertainment Weekly, uh, Mm -hmm. the actor, and I wish, I wish I knew the brother's name. Kayla calls Daniel, Daniel something, I can't remember, but Cooley, I got you. Cooley, Yeah, Kayla calls him the get out dude. But uh, <laughs> so he said that in that scene for him, he was not trying to be the typical, right? He was trying to be respectful. He was trying to handle the situation the best way he could. Mm-hmm. But he was forced mm-hmm. into the position of being the stereotype. Is well, that- he wasn't a stereotype because he shot the dude. That's not stereotypical. We know we normally are the ones getting gunned down. We not yeah. normally. Well, that's true. That's that's true. But <laughs> he said he was he was forced to. I know what you mean by how he handled the situation, which is true because he was totally in compliance with that officer. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, can we touch on that a little bit? Being that y'all are, are black men, black folk. I mean, have y'all been stopped? Yeah, but I mean, like, okay. 
So being stopped, when, when they hit the lights on you, mm-hmm. you already at a disadvantage. True. Because the blue light represents the blue chakra. So that's that's mm. that's wrecking your. This brother's deep, Mika. Where you get him from? That's hitting the chakras. That's hitting. Come on, Jamie Red. So that's your, that's communication. <laughs> Come through. Taking a hit. Mm-hmm. That's Correct. true. I agree. And your red is on the lower, so you you really at a. It's bringing you to a low vibration. Mm. It really is. So when they come, you don't know what you get. You don't know who you're dealing with or whatever. So now you got to deal with the, you know, do I have everything ready? Do I put my hands on the steering wheel? Should I throw them out the car? What? You don't know who you're yeah. dealing with. Um, and I know for me, my heart gets thumping 100 miles per hour. Mm. You know? Hell yeah. So when they, you know, it, it, you have that to deal with. Yeah. You have that to deal with. Now, how it plays out majority of the time, it plays. You know, sometimes you got to play the role. Sometimes you got to throw them to Jimmy and the jam to get the thing <laughs> and go home, you know. So, I mean, I mean, it, it, it sucks. And in, in, in some cities, it's worse. Like here, I think they can be buttholes, but you don't get what you'll get in L.A. Mm-hmm. or Correct. Chicago or New Correct. York. And where were they? Cleveland. Cleveland. Now, Cleveland... Now they said this, the, the movies were shot was shot in Cleveland because of the last location of the Underground Railroad. Uh-huh. They should have left that to Harry, right? <laughs> Cleveland is known to be a harassment city by the police. Mm. So for that whole thing to come out about the Underground, and I to, initially I thought that's why they did it in Cleveland to show exposure to that. Well, I thought they just wanted to switch it up from like your typical, like a lot of black movies are filmed in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? I thought they were just trying to switch it up a little it bit. It was a couple of years ago. They had an old man. He was an old man. Was out downtown. I don't know what he was doing. He was a little intoxicated, but he wasn't doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Police walked up to him. Next thing you know, they're choking the man on the ground. Mm. Three of them got a big lawsuit from it, I believe. But the fact that it was an old man mm-hmm. and you choking them out, it, it makes you feel like that's it's just certain things shouldn't be allowed. Right, right. And because you wanted the blue cloak, the code, you know, the police department they, they probably fired them, mm-hmm. but then they go to another one and get another job, get a yeah. job yeah. with so, the pension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, I, I mean. Now, do you think, because I know for me, especially when Keith and I, and I do believe I spoke about this uh, on a podcast episode before, but for me as a mother, when Keith was away at FAM, I asked him, do you know how to handle yourself when you're stopped? And see, at that time, he he riding with, you know, they ride Mm -hmm. deep, Mm -hmm. you know, and all it takes is for one to get out of line, you know, so to speak or be rebellious, or all it takes is one. And everybody has to deal with that consequence. So there were times that I would would be really concerned. I didn't want to be like the, the, you know, the the mom blowing up his phone, asking you all right. And, you know, they like, damn, man, your mama Mm -hmm. got, damn. 
I didn't want to be that mama, but there were times I was really concerned. You know, so I think it's important as a young man and even for a grown man. I think there are certain ways that you have to be able to handle yourself or know how to handle yourself. But sometimes, like in his situation, uh, Slim situation, he 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 did everything right. He did. Mm-hmm. He did everything right. Queen, on the other hand, was the, the one co- out of pocket. Right. Slim the cop was looking for a reason mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. do anything, and he didn't give him a reason to do anything. But because of who she was, she felt she had the entitlement to do what she needed to do, and, and rightfully so, she did. But she should have checked. Herself. She could have filmed that dude from the car. She didn't it, have to do what she did. Exactly. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. But I think she was so turned up that she could have easily, if she would have just thought and seen how the cop was, as a matter of fact, she seen how he was, mm-hmm. you know, carrying things out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She could have came a different way. But I she, think but she, she came out aggressive. And that gave that that's what triggered him, and that's what gave him the reason to. I agree. You know, it, it wasn't a good reason, but it gave him a reason, yeah. and it would have been justified. But she also came from a place she was still dealing with, what yeah. she was dealing with the weight of her her client, and yeah. so she she viewed that in a different way than maybe she wouldn't have viewed it if she hadn't been still dealing with the weight of what happened to her client. But the me, heaviness of that. But I'm like Chris, I was like, I got a question. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to jump in real quick on what you asked. Yeah, I've, as a black man, I've been stopped by the cop, I don't want to say many times, but more, more than I care to. And I actually got jammed up with a cop in a potential DUI situation. Mm. And to your point about knowing how to handle yourself and conduct your business. I don't want to gloss over what the mister said, but he said something that's supremely important. Your job in that moment is to make it home. Mm. At that point, you don't have no other point to prove other than to get back to your family, people who care about you, people who love you, people who concerned about you. And I think sometimes as black men, we have to walk around with so many different fences and guards up that we, when we get a chance to shine just a little bit, when we get a chance to turn up just a little bit, we go over the top because again, like we saw that with the little boy, his interaction with the black cop on the movie, we want to get live and get active and prove a point and let them know you're not in control, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes if your mission in your head is to make it home, let them have that moment. Do what you got to do. File a complaint. We got to get away from this notion of being hard and mm-hmm. tough. And and because we ain't making it home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We already behind the eight ball. So we don't need any more soldiers in boxes. We need our soldiers on the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in corporate America, on the job, in school, in training. Coming home to be fathers to their children hmm. and, and husbands to the wives. Mm-hmm. That's what we need. We don't need no more toy soldiers. Toy, toy soldiers. Mm-hmm. We don't need that. Tina Turner said it best. We don't need another hero. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. 
I enjoy doing this podcast. I didn't even have to swallow my wine on that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, we'll need another one. Mm-mm. Yes. So, what was your question? You lost it. I lost it. <laughs> <God> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was definitely one question that I wanted to um to uh, put out on the table to get y'all's yeah. feedback on. Oh, you got it now. Okay. All right, let me hush. Go, go, hit, go. Got it. So, in that scene, right, it shows how Slim was real cool Mm -hmm. and cooperative. Mm -hmm. But Queen came out with a whole lot of testosterone Mm buildup. Is that kind of how it is? Like, because you see today, you're starting to see there's a lot of educated women, mm-hmm. right? Falling into a situation in relationships when they're getting with a guy who's not educated. Who or fall, not on their so-called, on their, on their on level. Their, on their career level. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. are a snub. Mm. Right? And they're taking on the, the man's position, right? Because he's not, in a lot of cases, you have him where, and I think I might be going a little too far with this right now. They, they're taking on the role of the provider, mm-hmm. the, the, the breadwinner mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. house, and they're just happy to be the, the leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're just having somebody for companionship. Mm-hmm. There. Mm-hmm. Is, 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 I mean, is that where we are? Because that, that could be a subliminal message. That could be. In that... I think so. And I think... I would I say... That's go ahead, Mika. I'm sorry. Yeah, it is a good point. And I, and I love the question because it's a real question. And in terms of what, what type of conversation do we want to have? Because do we want to have a statistical conversation? Or do we want to have the real life conversation or as my part sister would say real life facts <laughs> so the statistical conversation would validate your standpoint okay where the black woman has more education she has more access therefore we determine she has more success so therefore we determine she is the leader mm. again like i said this is an archetype this is a trope However, we also have women who hit those goals in life, making tons of money, doing well in their career, but also relinquish the role of the leader to the man because in their hearts and in their minds, that is how it's supposed to be. And if it's not how they're supposed to be, it's how they want it. Mm. I saw one thing on uh, Killer Mike's trigger warning show. It broke me down. Where that woman said, that black woman said she is tired of being strong. Because mm-hmm. we put that trope on black women as well. Yeah. But that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> we, we can do another podcast. Yeah, exactly. Come on, exactly. She, me, and he. Exactly. Let's do it. Let's do that thing. 
Well, well, because I love when he said that and when she said that because I was thinking to myself, why are we not having that conversation? Because Kanye also said, I'm going to quote the late, great Kanye because he done lost his damn mind. But <laughs> you wrong. He said, you wrong he said something that I love to say. He said on for one of his uh, albums, he said she on that independent shit, but she'll trade it all for a husband and some kids. Oh, yeah. Mm. See, these are the types of conversations what, that we need to have because we don't understand that and the black woman, I'm going to get off the mic in a sec. She need to know she has been set up. Yeah. Mm. That is by design that you have access and this brother does not. That is by design. Yeah. There mm. is no other race or culture where the woman has more access to upward mobility than the man. Now, I'm not saying that we see on the other side where women get paid pennies on the dollar towards what a man gets paid. I say you should get paid whatever the damn job is. Mm -hmm. You should get. But what I am saying is our sisters get into these positions and then want to tear down the brothers for not having the opportunity. Now, if the dude no good, don't talk to him. Straight up. Don't talk to him if he ain't about nothing. You ain't got to tear him down. Mm -hmm. Just don't talk to him. If I meet somebody and I know she wasn't on my level, I don't tell her down, oh, sister, you need to step your game up to holler at me. No. You have a nice day. I remember getting off the model one day and this girl had on, Lord, forgive me. She had on, I think she worked at Wendy's or Checkers or something. And I just happened to look back and I see this young girl follow me. And she was like, oh, excuse me. I'm thinking she about to hit me one day. Oh, you know, I need some money for the blah, 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 whatever. I just was like, oh, yeah, how can I help you? She was like, you know, I see you ride the train all the time. I said, oh, have mercy. Where are we going with this? <laughs> you know, I see you ride the train all the time. And, you know, I wanted to know. And I don't get to use this line often. I was like, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with somebody. But I, clearly, clearly. And I could tell she was very timid. And because and, that's not, that's not a, a position women are often mm -hmm. in where they are going to be the aggressor. But I told that young woman, I said, you know what? Instead of me being, oh, no, I got somebody, blah, blah, I keep it moving. I said, you know what? I do have someone. But, you know, you actually made my day. Thank you so much Come for on. that. You know, and I, and, and, I, and I hope, I hope things work out for you. Mm. And then I went on about my mm -hmm. business. Yeah. Oh, that did make a, you know, did make a nigga feel on a thousand. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ain't gonna lie about that. She gassed me up <laughs> in that moment. You know what I mean? Well, my chest was huge. <laughs> yeah, man. But I mean, I would like to see, me personally, I would like to see more of this young lady's work. I really would. Um, visually. Oh, yeah, she's tremendous. Visually. She's tremendous the visuals in this movie because I'm you know I'm about angles and but that wasn't her well that's true that's true where I'm going you thought it was her that was the director that was the director well shout out to the director maybe I've been sipping a little too much that wasn't her no. but overall even I feel like they they made a good team I, I think she needs I, I will say this I think the writer needs to well, I can't say that. That's my opinion. You can, you can say, you know, it's your opinion. You can say what you well, want. I, I feel like, again, with a story like this, mm -hmm. you have to show correction. Yeah. Overall, it, it has to be 
it has to be, and she may not have all the answers. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Give us something. Give us well, something. <clears throat> I think she learned a lesson from this movie. Because this was her first movie, right? Well, she's done. She, she, uh, I mean, she's done the, the shy. She's done. And the shy is awesome. It is. Uh, and I think she has. She has Did she do Dear White People? Is she? That, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, she did Dear White People. That's her. So she's the shy master of none, Queen and Slim, Ready Player One, which she, I know she was an actress. Right. And Dear White People. Because mm. she's not in Dear White People. Maybe this here. Like she said, she was coming from so many different places. Yeah. You know, that, so. that, that, has, that, that emotional thing needs to be checked, though. Well, maybe she realized that. I, I really feel like. I hope so. <clears throat> Because I'm telling you, as a creative, you will sit back and judge your own self. Well, from great pain comes great art. Mm-hmm. So I think anybody should be, because I want to get back to the First Amendment, too. Anybody should be able, even you, the mister, should be able to say whatever the hell you want to say. Mm-hmm. Because this is how we get to have this thing called dialogue about life. Mm. Don't force feed me what I should be, even with Kanye. I disagree with some of his things he was saying, but he actually has some gems and some jewels he was dropping. Oh, yeah. when he said, this is a free man talking. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I shouldn't be told what to think, what to say, what to wear, what to believe just because I'm black. No mm-hmm. more than I should be able to be told what I can't do because I'm black. Mm. Because that's what we do as a people. We, do. we start, we start pigeonholing ourselves based on what we think, how black people should show up. Hmm. And black people are different across the world, definitely in this country. Black people are totally different in LA than they are in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, Kanye, that that that's a whole that that now that that'll be a good conversation now. Kanye, because a lot of people Amen. are judging him for where he is and talking about we want the old Kanye back. But that man has every right to grow. Mm-hmm. He's not the second Absolutely. Kanye. His life yeah, he's a father now. He's a what? He's married now. Absolutely. Yeah, he his his he's his just in a, gone. in a different place than where he was when we first got to know him in the beginning. Mm-hmm. He has every right to be different and to change and evolve. But, he has every right. And here's where I'm going again with that with why you don't look to celebrity for the answers. Yeah, because they people too. At the end of the day. They not only are they people, they are uneducated in you know yes. politics. They got money, but you know it that's you all they got. The Half of them people you don't know. Man, did he man, he, he yeah, he don't he didn't have an answer. <laughs> and neither did Kanye. He didn't. Sway didn't have an answer. He really did. <laughs> he really did. Come on. Yes, um, but yeah. You know, because those folks, when they having these interviews with the with the with the artist or whatever the celebrity, they're really trying not to piss them off, so the folks can continue and mm-hmm. will continue to grant them access. So that's how you already know that's a loaded situation. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, Kanye is here. I'm, I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna. I swear, I'm gonna get off this <laughs> mic. Here's what we got to understand about this thing called access. Once you are given access, it is up to you on how you handle that access. Just because you are free to choose doesn't mean you're not free of consequence. Mm. Come on. 
That's what we got to understand. What the old Asian dude said on the Kung Fu flick, choose wisely, but you must yeah. choose. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He gave you he gave you game when he told you to choose wisely. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not like what the mister was saying, not how folks are doing when they're choosing emotionally. They're making emotional choices, and these things have long-lasting impact mm-hmm. on our lives. I'm done. And I think a lot of us view this movie differently because we all are in different spaces in our lives. You know, fact. Some of us won't read into that as deep as maybe the next person because some of us are in seasons where we are growing mentally, physically, spiritually. Some of us are in the same space that we were 10 years ago. So. I think that's why a lot of us won't see or even won't be open enough to have a conversation with someone to even receive something different about what somebody else got from the movie. So like I said, you were, you were, you were dealing with your DoorDash uh, deal at the time, but I said, (laughs) I said that I feel like this is a movie that we'll still be talking about next year this time. I feel like it will, uh, be put into that that category of a uh, black classic, you know, and I really truly feel like um, we all will just gain something different from the movie, and and that's all right, that's cool, and that's what I wanted this conversation to um, to to showcase that it's okay mm-hmm. for people to have different views of this movie, and you can have a healthy conversation around this movie. It's possible. It's doable. You know? So, I'm glad. I'm glad you were here, babe. I'm glad you were here, pod brother. You know, this this was a first. God damn it. <laughs> you know what? And I gotta say this. The way y'all work together. <laughs> y'all better have something coming up soon. <laughs> you know he talks about us? You told me that, and I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, man, but like I said, when we did our yeah. episode last Sunday, um, I think I was, I, I ain't going to say I think I know. I was just, because I'm not used to recording in the car, and I was just a little, I was a little thrown off. And um, Well, and you had just saw the movie, too, so you didn't have time to really. Like process that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. We had just yeah. gotten back from the gym, and. You know, we decided to record right then, and it was just like, boom, we're going to do it right now. So, um, you know, and, and that's 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 the beauty of a, of a podcast, too. I think a lot of people have to understand we're not always on go, right? We may hit record, but there's a lot of other things going on in the background that sometimes will affect you when you are recording, you know? So... I mean, to your point too, Chris, we, we did just see it. And now that yeah. it's, you know, a couple of days have gone by, what, now a week? Yeah, a week has gone by. Mm-hmm. There are some things that I do see differently. And there are some things that I see differently just through conversation with y'all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm open enough to say, you know what? Okay. I see where you're going with that. I may not totally agree, but I respect. Right. I respect where you're going with this. Yeah. And that that just in and of itself shows 
why it's powerful to have male female energy have a conversation mm. in agreement yeah and even in yeah. disagreement to say that i want to hear from you because this is why i enjoy the podcast mika because it challenges my conventional thinking mm. that's good yeah that's how iron sharpens iron it don't mean that we You're alike right it means we want the same thing I want to see you shine. You want to see me shine. That's what that means. So even in disagreement, and this is what I'm saying about what Slim, Slim's character was coming from, from a, 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 a black guy who struggled with arrested mm-hmm. development because he was still in a little boy's, he was a man in a boy's, a, a, a boy in a man's body is yeah. what I'm trying to say. And that's where we got to get from. So even with you having the mister on and having him articulate his viewpoint. And I love the fact that he was adamant about it. Hell, it ain't no love. <laughs> God damn, God damn like it. That's that, what I said. Right. right. I, said I like that I because he was like, I hear you. I understand you. But listen, I do not agree. <laughs> he's, yeah, he still said <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Yeah. It ain't no love. So I, I hear what you're... He just, uh, man, listen, I'm like, is he a politician? He's <laughs> still said. I do not agree. I love it. Though. I really did. <laughs> yeah, man. But I love this. I love this. And I'm glad that when the idea hit me, I said, God damn it, I'm I'm finna set this up here. Let me let me I'm I'm finna we finna set this thing on up here. And I okay. wanted y'all to have conversations too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And what Yeah, I could see that we I could see that we're like minded and kindred spirits in the sense that we are here to yeah. learn. And, and he, even just hearing what he had to say about the movie, I mm-hmm, learned. Mm-hmm. Like when I, that's why when he was like, no, I don't want to go. No, go. Boy, let the spirit use you. Wherever it's telling you to go left, go all the way. <laughs> don't, don't shortchange me. Don't shortchange me. I'm here <laughs> with my plate because I just came from a, a, a group conversation where we talked about everything I'm talking about. They were talking about gender fluidity mm. and it was so many different people in this thing. Uh, yes. When we are able to sit here in agreement and what I mean by that in agreement, because we come here for the edification mm-hmm. of each other the, as we participate in this dialogue. So yes, yeah. I love it. And I'm glad I had a chance to interact with yeah. you. Same here. Same yeah. here. Likewise. And as grown folk, we should be able to do that. You know, True. We, we should. You know, and I think that us having this discussion gave not only us, but the listeners as well, an opportunity not to just view the movie as, you know, the, the typical. Mm. You know? Correct. We, we heard, oh, y'all, y'all the new Bonnie and Clyde and all this. It's so much bigger and deeper than, than all of that, though. I would agree so, with that. You know, but like you said, it, it was more of a. I didn't agree with the Bunny and Clyde thing, but I could see what how they came up with that. Yeah, but like you said, it was more like a, a Romeo Juliet. Mm-hmm. And even when he said like, "What? What?" Here's where I'm gonna say the Mister elevated me when he said it's dangerous. Mm. I was like, "Oh my God!" I wasn't <laughs> even thinking on that, but it is in, in terms of giving that message yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah, get somebody child hurt Come on now. behind that. Like I said, I I I want to see more work from her. 
um, and even her and the producer together. Now the producer did. Did she do a couple of Beyonce videos or one? Or? Oh, yeah, she 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 did she did Lemonade and she did uh, Formation. Yeah, yeah. I think they work well together. You know, as a producer, she was able to to bring her visions to life, and you know, so I would right. even director. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting jammed up on the jam. <laughs> <laughs> That Jimmy, that Jimmy Red Room. Woo, woo, listen now. So yeah, I, I would like to see them work together again. And um, you know, I'm I'm not one that's gonna bash this young lady because it takes courage to be able to you take know, a, I, I applaud her for what she did. Yeah. But yeah, I was about to sound yeah, No, it, it's some folks out there bashing her. But well, but you like gonna you have said, that. Now, Come on now. Like you said, yeah, you, like you, you have, if you put content out there, you made it, you gave everybody the permission mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. congratulate you or to, to smash you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So you have to be willing to accept it. Whatever. Whatever that comes. Mm-hmm. Good and bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mika, we do this with the podcast. You put this content out here. Not you have to know every everybody ain't gonna hit the like button. Everybody ain't gonna rock That's out true. with you. And I'm okay with you that. You know that, and I know that. <laughs> and you are okay with it. So I think Lena, I think Lena definitely is okay with that. I think what what I do, honestly, I actually listen to the criticism. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, I don't bring it into my person because they don't know me personally. But I listen to the criticism just like I would listen to the di- disagreement because at the end of the day, it is information. Now, what I do with that information is mm-hmm. on me. Mm-hmm. That's called growth and maturity. You understand? That's true. So, yeah, I, I applaud her uh, for putting it out there. But I also say, like I said, whatever you do, understand that making that choice comes with a set of consequences. Yeah, yeah man. I will say that soundtrack though, I dig the soundtrack. I gotta check it out. I ain't listened to it. Yeah, I dig the soundtrack. I think the soundtrack is like to me, one of my most favorite soundtracks was the Waiting to Exhale. That spoke it it was like the life. It carried on that life of that movie. Right? You could listen Mm. to that soundtrack and it was as if you were watching the movie. That's a that's a soundtrack. To me, that's what the Queen True. of Slim soundtrack is delivering. You know, you hit play and it it takes you into those moments. You can hear a song and visualize a scene from the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, so the soundtrack is um soundtrack is dope. Yeah. I wish I, I wish I, I really <laughs> wish I could say I got that from the movie. Hmm. I just wish, I, I think anytime, you know, you carry an act out and you correct the child, because mm-hmm. I remember getting whoopings plenty of time. And while I'm getting hit, you know you're not supposed to do this, 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 this. <laughs> you know, and it went through a hey, register. I don't know nothing about that. I told you I, I didn't get whooped. Well, hey, so. I'm just saying. I, <laughs> let's just say I didn't do it again. <laughs> 
<laughs> Say less is yeah. learned. <laughs> yeah, man. But we enjoyed you, Chris. We really truly did. Like, listen to me. Like I said, I'm I'm a gush over y'all in the, for a second, and then. But yes, I enjoyed this. I enjoy the interaction that y'all have. Mika, I enjoy you for being open enough to to share him with us. Mm. Uh, the Mister, I enjoy you and I applaud you for having the courage to jump on the mic and, and, and even you being a novice in a sense because you sound like you've been doing this for a long Come on time. Now. But to, to be able to jump into the <laughs> arena and get your thought out coherently, Mika, I just want to go back to the top of the podcast when you were going on about that, about the growth and maturity that I've heard in your podcast from the first time I listened up until this time just having this mm. conversation with you. Keep doing mm. the work. And y'all y'all keep being yourselves. Keep shopping in each other. Come on now. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, Chris. Absolutely. Much appreciated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, all right, Pop Brother. We're gonna go on and let you, you know, get back. You finished the meal. I'm 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 sure. I didn't even I didn't I had to put that to the side. I had to finish this. Come conversation. on, now listen. We appreciate you. Amen. We appreciate you. You know, I'm I'm actually gonna drop this episode as a bonus uh, episode, and you know, we normally don't record on a Sunday night, so I truly appreciate you uh, agreeing to to be a part of this conversation. You know, just like any other time I reach out to you, don't hesitate. You know what I'm saying, and I appreciate that. And I'm gonna work on that playlist. Thank you. Thank you. Of course, I, I didn't forget. I, I didn't. I didn't think you did. And I'll shoot you over a few more songs too. But yeah, we we working on something for y'all. And as a matter of fact, you probably have been heard it. But well, Chris, you want to go in and tell them real quick what what we working on? Absolutely. Well, again, my illustrious part sister thought of a wonderful idea for us to compilate. I've just made up another <laughs> word. <laughs> I know I'm talking think of compilation albums, but any compile a list of songs that we <laughs> enjoy that we've discussed on past Wednesday Groove episodes. So you all look out for this playlist. Not only will the conversation help you get over your hump day, but we actually gonna put some grooves behind Come those on words. Now. Come on. Yes, yes. And this is our gift to you guys for rocking out with us for a whole year of Wednesday Groove. Amen. That is actually the definition of pushing you over your hump, hump day with positive conversations and Good vibrations. Yes, Amen. Yes. Amen. So we appreciate you guys for pressing play and for joining us for this conversation. Listen, if you if, if you really enjoyed this conversation, please don't keep it a secret. You know what I'm saying? Let us know. Anything you want to add to our conversation, you are more than welcome to email uh, truthmomentthepodcast at gmail.com. And Chris will be returning next Wednesday, right? That is... I don't know the date. The 11th? It is What's the 11th. On, sir? How do you do that right off hand? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is the 11th, guys. So we'll be back for uh, Wednesday Groove. 
And uh, I think that's about everything. You, you got anything you want to no, say? that man need to eat. I feel it right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Y'all be blessed. And again, thank y'all for joining. We out. Peace. 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 Hey, 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 hey.